Hello, my name is Chance Strive, and you are currently listening to A Chance to Strive. Not gonna lie, it feels good to be back again. Bro, it's like, towards the end of this year, it's just like you have everything just piling up on top of you. School, life, family, and it's just like, it feels like I'm getting a little bit of a breather. Um, So first things first, we just hit 100K downloads, which is... I gonna lie, it's a little, it's a little emotional because I just thought about this. It's like when I first even thought about wanting a podcast, it's just like I was told like the department wasn't really accepting any new podcasts at the moment and everything like that. And then, like I mentioned before, it's like I randomly went through my emails and I seen it. And when I hit them back up, well, big night, they ended up saying, "Yeah, we're currently looking for new podcasts. We'll come in and we're like we can talk and stuff like that." And knowing that was about a year ago, and now we're. 100k downloads in it feels great and i very much i tell you guys all the time i appreciate the fact that at times i feel like i know like i have a certain skill to do this which is a reason why they gave me my podcast because unless they felt like i could be decent at this at least <laughs> i don't think they would have given me my own podcast but it's just like when you see the numbers start showing certain things it's like a little confirmation to yourself where it's just like, I know I'm doing something here where it's just like, and the good thing is I know I can get better at this. I know I can be more dedicated. I know I can invest more time. So that in 2023, I plan on making this a very much a priority. And this is for later down the line, but I guess like I'll give one big news for like 2023, which is like the fact that I'm going to, we're going to work my way towards actually doing like a live show. I'm not giving no dates or nothing like that. I'm not making a promise I can't keep in terms of a timeline. But one thing I can say is definitely that is something that's going to happen in 2023. The idea that I will make a live show at one of these big night spots. And it's just like, I'm very much looking forward to it. I'm not going to lie. And it's just like, another part is just, bro, when you were born in a third world country, the idea of being in the United States is a dream come true already. And then once you actually start living and start taking like these opportunities that come across you and you're like, like at a certain point, it was hard to find a meal and like you with the living conditions and everything like that that I was in, it was just terrible. And now I'm in this situation where I'm actually building a life and I'm, I'm accomplishing certain things. People even that were born around this and were, and they're used to it. It's just like, I promise you the way you feel thinking about certain moments and you're comparing the lives you have. It makes us feel even better. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So basically this episode, I kind of randomly asked on IG, what was some, what would people kind of want to hear? And then I also thought about the fact that it's towards the end of the year. And I know what normally is about to happen, which is a common trend. People are going to start having their new year's resolutions. So, and the whole idea behind that is like, letting a certain version of yourself go because you're trying to become this new person or I guess you can kind of say part of it is like people are trying to work on themselves and they're starting and they're like setting these goals right so that way they can hold themselves accountable for it so I felt like it was a good thing for me to kind of talk about the idea of letting go and then we'll lean towards like the whole tracking progress and what you can do kind of like what to not what to do to not feel stagnant Cause I'm not going to lie, when you're very much in certain situations where you know you have to, you're dedicated and you're locked in. For me, school, right? And I know a lot of people can compare that to like their nine to fives or whatever it may be. 
at a certain point, certain things will get repetitive. Like certain, like there are certain days I have, or even weeks, where I feel like yo, my day is just the exact same thing over and over again. Because it's like, I got to go to class, I got to do this, come back, I'm tired, work out, sleep, and then it's just like when you start having a few of those days over and over again, you don't understand how quick it is to kind of like start questioning, am I not doing something right? No, you're just you're not doing something anything wrong. It's just like you're staying dedicated to something that you have. But then it's just like when you have nothing else to look to to kind of see yourself progressing, it's a mental, it's kind of like a mental fuck. And it's because it's kind of like, bro, I get so annoyed where it's kind of like when I feel like I'm doing nothing to better my life. And when I'm stuck on campus and I have to have the same days over and over again, it's like, fuck. And then the one that's one of the main reasons why I start going to the gym, because it's just like, although I know certain things are going to be repetitive and I literally can't get away from that. I just can't like I have I'm committed to this. I'm dedicated to it. I need to get this degree. You feel me? So it's just like once I started hitting the gym and I can start seeing progress, I'm just like, although there's a certain part of my life that's a little steady and it's not going too far at least I have something to kind of match up with. I was just kind of like, okay, hey, I know in the gym I'm lifting 25. Now I can go to 30. Like, okay, the, these dumbbells. Okay, my goal is to hit 50 by the end of the year. Like, at least six, eight reps or something. Now you have something to look forward to. Where instead of it's just like, oh, I'm looking forward to these assignments just being over with. It's like, I'm telling you, just being able to track something that you're doing while your day starts getting really, comp- while your day starts getting really repetitive. It's help and you don't understand how beneficial it is down the line. I feel like until you're starting to really see like those repetitive days and you're trying your hardest not to feel like you're just complacent or you're stagnant, you'll understand why it's important. Because it's just like when you can't track anything that you're doing, no matter how good your life is going, at a certain point, everything becomes normal to you. Like, thing is, I can't say having my podcast is constantly going to make me feel great, like I'm doing something. Once I get this podcast, I have to do something with it. If I don't, just the idea of just having a podcast, it doesn't push me forward. It doesn't make me happy as the as when it first did, because it's like, this was new. This was something that I was working towards, and I achieved it. And now it's like, what's next? And that's kind of like the issue when people achieve something, because it's kind of like, if your achievement is only based on what, like these little tasks you have to continuously keep on hitting them and another part i was talking the thing about when it came to letting go is letting go of people in general and for me it's just like one thing i really struggled with was letting go and i didn't necessarily see that because i was always one of those people was kind of like i allowed people to kind of like walk back into my life but it was just more like i didn't look at them with the same level of importance and to a certain extent i I thought to myself, like, maybe this isn't bad because it's not like I'm giving a lot to those people anymore. But it was just like, I realized at a very young age, I didn't understand the idea of saying goodbye. And what that basically meant for me was kind of like, I went from being in Haiti and then I moved to the United States. That wasn't, it wasn't like a set plan. Like I knew eventually this was supposed to happen, but the earthquake happened and just kind of like, well, now you kind of have to go. So you got to say goodbye to everyone. So I didn't necessarily have a choice to actually go visit every single family members I had say, hey, I'm leaving. Like the moments I've had a chance to say goodbye, like they were kind of like forced upon me and I didn't necessarily choose to do that. And to make this something a lot more people can understand is like 
Think about certain people in your life, right? You knew at a certain point you had to say goodbye. You had to part ways from those people, right? But a lot of us don't actually take that step and say, hey, I'm going to make this happen because I know this, this, my, like my self-development, like this is, this is dependent on it. A lot of us, we do this little thing where it's just kind of like we wait for the easy way out. I will admit it. I've done this like before I got to the point where I was mature enough to have certain conversations, right? Although I understood certain things, right? There were certain conversations I was more willing to avoid because it's like I didn't have the courage to put myself. I didn't have the courage to prioritize my self-love over this person that I was dependent on, even though I know I needed to go. I didn't want to hurt them. So for me, it was kind of like. I'll be in a relationship like this isn't me talking about anything recent. We'll get like more me being mature and how I look at saying goodbye now. But then in the past, it's just like when I was in a situation where I know I had to let go of somebody I loved. I know I needed to do it. I know I was giving a certain level of energy that I shouldn't be. Right. But to me, all I cared about was like to me, the the little block was I don't want to hurt this person. So I'd wait for a certain situation to pop up where I'm just like, okay, well, this is my way out. Like I can, like this is valid enough for me for me to a lot for me to make it look like it's what's ticked me off for me to really say goodbye to this. But in, in reality, I already convinced myself that I know this needs to happen. But I would always wait for something to kind of like give me that little extra push because I didn't have it in myself to say I deserve better, so I'm gonna walk away from this. That's something I have not done. Or I haven't had done until like recently in my life where I'm like, I'm saying like, bro, at a certain point, like I can't keep on being this person that constantly gives out, gives out, gives out. And because I wanted to change that, I kind of had to get to a point where I was doing that all at once. And it sucks once you start saying goodbye to certain people because it's just like some people are just never going to understand your side of the story. And I realized to a lot of people, that's kind of the reason why we can't say goodbye, why a lot of people can't say goodbye. It's just like you want that person to understand that you're not doing this for a bad reason. You're not doing it out of spite. And when you love somebody, right? One thing we try to say, a lot of people will sit here and say, oh, I don't care what nobody thinks about me, that of this, that of that. That may be true to a certain extent, to the point where you're not going to do things differently to please people. And I understand that portion where it's like, if people look at you a certain way for you being yourself, you're cool with that. As much as I do get that, there is one thing we all have to admit. The way the people we love, the way people in our lives that love us, the way they look at us, it matters. And you can't deny that. Like, let's just say you're with your partner, right? Why do you cons- consistently try to be this consistent individual to them? Like, you want to be consistent. There's nothing that you do in day one that you stop doing day 50, day 100, or anything like that, month to, like a year in. It's because to a certain extent, you want this person to keep loving you. You don't necessarily care about convincing them of a certain version of yourself, but it would be dumb to say, oh, I don't care what people think of me. Like, and when it comes to the people that love you, it just doesn't make sense. So for me, it's just like when you're ready to say goodbye, as much as you know, this is a decision that you need to take. You still have a certain level of love for those people. It's just the fact that it's not working out. So for me, it was just like and for a lot of people. You get into this point where it's kind of like as much as you want to take this step into bettering your life, you're so stuck on the idea that while you're bettering yourself, they may start looking at you like you hurt them. And because y'all had so many history, right, and y'all have these great memories together, 
When you're the person that's ready to say goodbye, a lot of the times you've already, a lot of the times part of the mindset is, you know, like you can't look at this thing as a terror. Like you can't look at this past relationship, like something that's con- like it's terrible or anything like that. You have to let go of that. Like a lot of the pain goes away once you forgive yourself and you forgive that person. You don't forgive that person because you think they changed or anything like that. Part of you stepping away is because you know they may not, that person may never change. Or there's too much hurt that's been done to the point where it's just like, yo, the only way for me to move forward or get anywhere is to kind of cut that part of that story out and having you stay within that. A lot of the times you end a chapter with someone and you're like, hey, I'm going to bring you over for the next chapter, even if we're not doing the same type of bond. Sometimes it just doesn't work. There is constantly, when you're like trying to take someone from a past relationship, right? And they're in a past chapter of your life. And you're like, you know what? We're going to be friends. I guess we'll even just like hop into that topic. It's just like trying to be friends with people you're supposed to say goodbye to. (laughs) Bro, I'm telling you, it has a chance of working. Not going to sit here and say like, if you dated someone, y'all can never become friends. That's just not true. But... (laughs) If you dated, some, but the thing is, this is one thing I believe is true. And I'm, I'm going to talk about certain different, different other situations, but this is what I believe to be true. If you guys have such a huge amount of history, I don't believe y'all can just stop dating and go to be friends right away. And I also don't believe it's something that's going to take you a few months to just do right away or a few weeks. A lot of people it's like they'll break up. They take a few weeks. Oh, OK, let's try being friends now. What I've found is just kind of like the memories are too fresh. It's like someone like that person will be around you and you'll see them interact with someone in a certain way and you'll be triggered to remember something that happened between y'all. Is it your fault? No, but now that you remember this memory, right? The way you felt in that moment, you're going to start thinking about that and you may start feeling those exact same things again. So this idea is like you do need time to heal because part of healing is making sure these memories don't become so frequent. They're not memories that can easily be triggered because it's just like when you're live when you're with someone that can easily trigger memories, right? That hurt. It sucks. Why? Because it's just like you already ended that chapter. So even if I'm hurt about uh, something in the past, I'm entitled to feel that way. But then guess what? I'm not in the place to sit there and bring it up as a conversation and talking to you about it. Why? Because we ended that chapter where that conversation mattered. Now we're trying to move and work on this friendship. But it's just like, wait, wait, hold on. I'm still trying to heal from this. But you actually can't have nothing to do with that healing process. And I think that's what that's the reason why just to me, I don't think it works a lot of the times. That person meant so much more to you already, and they understand so many different things about you. And when you sit there and you realize there's so there's such a big part of your healing process that that person is, I wouldn't say responsible for, but they played a part in. And now you're also trying to focus on bettering this new bond that you guys created. I think it becomes a thing that's just very much complex. Like, it's not complicated, but there's just so much more that goes into it. It's it's pretty complex. So it's like, as much as it may be possible, I just don't see how it really works out. Like, when you're trying to end this chapter and you're like, hey, I want to better myself. If you look at the option of your, your ex or that person from your past being in the picture... And you look at you trying to figure this out on your own without that possible memory, without that, without someone. We, like the thing is, it's like 
there's a certain level of trauma. If you were hurt in that relationship, especially if you were hurt, there is no way I see that working immediately. That person has, they mean something to your past that you can't get away from, that you're trying to heal from. And to me, it just, it just doesn't work out at all. And I think one thing is also people are like, you don't have to stay committed to everyone. Like at a certain point, it's the same way if you get hired by a company. The company is going to like you if you keep on doing what you're supposed to do. But at any point, if they feel like you're not, if you at any point, if a company feels like you're not doing your part or you're not accomplishing tasks that they need you to accomplish, would you look at them and tell, and tell them they're wrong for letting you go? Probably not. They hired you to do something and you're not doing that anymore. And I think as, as much as there's no emotions that go into that, I think you, a relationship, you can look at it that way. Because as much as you, when you're in a relationship, you're not supposed to think about the fact that you have other options. It doesn't make sense. It's just like you're worried about the person you're with and, and that's it. But the reason why you stop thinking about all these different options is because you looked at this person and you said, you're the, you're the best person for this job. Like being my lifelong partner, that's a full-time job. And I look at you as the best person for that. When that person is no longer doing these things that you expected them to do, and I'm not saying expectations is wrong, but you have every right to expect the things that you put in. And I'm not saying look at it as a 50-50 type thing, but I'm talking about like more, hey, I'm investing my emotions into this. I'm investing my energy. It's more of those things you can't necessarily calculate. And those are the things I'm worried about. It's kind of like, it's like, are you here with me mentally? Are you going to invest time into these conversations? Not, oh, am I investing this much of money? Like the things I need, like the, the things that your relationship need to thrive, materialistic things that's not a thing your relationship needs it may help of course but it's not something you need so for me when it comes to those things that are needed in a relationship if i'm if i'm putting all of this shit in and i know i'm doing this right i very much expect the person that i'm with to be doing the exact same thing for me it's just like when you're telling someone they can't expect what they put in you're as much as i understand with love you have to have forgiveness and understanding but a lot of people get stuck in this mindset of being committed and not realizing what they're doing is actually settling. Because the thing is, there's a, there's a certain point, if you can't understand why the person is not doing what they should be doing because they're not communicating or there's something that they're not investing to allow you to understand that, why should I stay in this situation if you don't think I'm, I deserve enough energy to at least understand where you're coming from or if you don't trust me enough to offer that level of transparency. So for me, it's just like, you should be able to expect certain things that you put into a relationship. And when that person is no longer doing these things, that's when you start thinking about the fact that you did have options at one time and this person is no longer doing anything to set him, themselves aside. So it's just like, why do I want to stay committed and invest my energy into someone that I know isn't treating me the best in comparison to anyone I could literally have the second I would look at any other options. For me, it's just like, you know what you deserve and you know, and you know how you've been treated in the past. If you start seeing certain things that you didn't like, or that person is investing less energy than what they promised to stay committed with, then at that point, it's just like, you have to question what are you in this relationship for? And that's the big important thing for me. And also another thing is just like, I know saying goodbye to a random friend or to certain family members even is very much different from saying goodbye to someone you were kind of like in love with, like in terms of like a partner and a relationship and stuff like that. 
those goodbyes are very much, how do I say this? Those goodbyes are with people you planned out a future with. See, when it comes with family and friends, those people are around. Unless they're like your tightest, closest groups of friends, like a best friend or something, like one of your brothers or sisters or something like that. You don't necessarily create that future. You kind of just, when you start thinking about certain things in the future, you're like, they've been my friend all this time. I, I kind of just expect them to be there, right? Now you're saying goodbye to someone who you built, who you were working on building a future with. And it wasn't just your idea. You didn't just sit there and think, hey, I'm going to build this type of future and I'm going to work towards it. You allowed someone else to go 50 50 on that thought process with you. And the both of you guys started constructing a future based what each other wanted and the type of dynamic you guys had. When you're saying goodbye to that, now that future looks completely different. And what a lot of people don't really admit is the fact that that is one of the scariest things is the fact that you're like, what am I supposed to do now? You hear that a lot of the times when people break up. And it's not this idea. It's like, oh, you're not here no more. It's this idea what I was working to build. In other words, like those next few months that I'm going to have to go without you and keep on trying to do these same things. I have to figure out if they're what I need to make it to be. Because a lot of the times it's just like, even if this is something you wanted to do, right? You wanted to go into engineering. You're still in school for it. You broke up midway through that. At a certain point, I bet you after you got your degree, you started thinking, how am I going to how am I going to adjust this future that I want to try to make it work with hers? Or she's probably thinking, hey, I wanted to do all these things. But if he's in the picture, I do have to adjust it. And now you are a new person as you are building these things. You can't just go back to what you wanted when you were single. It doesn't work like that. The person you are at that moment is you're a whole different person. You've had this experience. And for me, I don't ever see one person that goes through a relationship um, if you took it seriously and were committed for a certain level of time, that comes out that relationship thinking, oh, they, like they had no growth afterwards. If you heal, there has to be growth because there's a lot to learn from a failed relationship. Even if it failed for a positive reason, there's still things you did wrong because no one has a perfect relationship. It just doesn't work like that. And for me, I think relationships are just a great way to a great way for people to learn about themselves. Because having because you're giving one person so much access to you to, and you're allowing them to have to give feedback in a relationship. Something's not working out or if, some, if the person has an issue with what you're doing, they have to give you that feedback. With friends, it's like, yo, I don't really like that. I'm, cool. I'm not going to do that again. You, it's just one of those things where it's like you can't just say I'm not going to do that again because you need to understand why she didn't like it. Because the concept like or it's like whatever the big idea behind why she cared or why the person thought this was like that's what you're focused on you want to worry about their values it's not just oh i'm not gonna do this one thing so we're good you're building a future so it's just like you have to understand that person so much deeper so when you're saying goodbye to people like that right there's a certain urge that's gonna come from i don't know what my future is gonna look like now and you're gonna be tempted to go back to what works it's kind of like well this future that i had in mind and envisioned it looks so great because right now I can't even, I don't even have any, like, I don't know what this next phase of my life is supposed to lead to. I don't know what I'm supposed to work on. So it's just like, it's not even going about to something that you're comfortable with. It's going back to something you know is supposed to work. Or at times it literally offers you more of level of control because you know what may happen. So at times it's like, when we say complacent, I completely understand it, but it's like, at times, people don't necessarily are not just addicted to this idea of being comfortable. I get it. It makes certain things easier, but 
at times it's literally because you feel more in control. You know what this person is going to do. You know what to expect out of them. You know the type of arguments you're about to get into. Or you know, okay, you know, it's like if I keep on, if I get my degree, if I do this while she's in my life, it's probably going to have to go like this. You have a certain level of understanding over it that allows you to understand how to place these blocks and how to move forward. And a lot of people, when they can't move forward, it fucks with them way too much. And they're just like, I don't want this. I want to go back to something that I know that I can make work. So you're going to have an urge to go back to it. And then the part where it's just kind of like you love you at one point love this person. And you're going to feel guilty. If you're the person who chooses to walk away, there is a level of guilt you will be faced with. Unless that person did you dirty. And then this is like this is if it's your if saying goodbye is your get back, it's your way of making up for everything they've done to you. Then I get it. You may not feel a certain level of guilt. But when this is someone that you tried to keep around because you cared about them and then you have to say goodbye now. Right. There's going to be a certain level of guilt because you kept them around hoping that you could check up on them to make sure that they were okay. Because for me, and a lot of times when you when you break up with someone and you keep them as a friend, <laughs> if you broke up with them because you felt like they weren't investing enough, did you really think as friends, y'all, she was, that person was going to invest just as much as you really needed? No, but you just wanted to keep them around and give them less commitments so that way you weren't too disappointed if they didn't do what they were supposed to do. So for me, a lot of times when you keep someone around, it's literally because you don't want to say goodbye and you want to keep on checking up on that person. I 100% believe that. And I've seen that in so many different relationships that are with my friends and in general on social media. And I personally have done that where I've kept certain people around where it's kind of like as much as like I know the relationship was hurting me. This was someone that I loved. So for me, it was kind of like. I want to make sure you're okay. And I know I can't ever expect you to be a great girlfriend. So I'm not going to try to date you again. But I'm going to keep you around to at least make sure that you're okay. Because the thing is, it's just like when you're a good person and you're a kind hearted individual and you know you're willing to do things for people and you start realizing they're not doing it for you. You know that those people, it's not even a bad, it's, I, this sounds bad, but because you understand everything you do for a person. As much as you're told not to think like this, you know that for a fact, that person's life, to a certain extent, is worse off without you in it than yours would be without them in it. Why? It's like, if I take up myself out your life, I know all of these things that I would do for you that you no longer are getting. If I cut you out my life, well, I already was investing more than you were investing. So it's like, am I really going to miss this unequal exchange that continuously built the culture on what we were giving to each other? No, probably not because I'm just because I know I can do these things. So it's like you're going to have a certain level of guilt and you just can't reach out as much as you want to reach out to that person. You want to make sure that they're OK. You don't understand just how much that puts you back if you do it. The whole idea is you're trying to keep yourself disciplined to these lessons that you learn. And every time you go back and check on that person, you're telling yourself, I am allowing myself to risk this to to risk giving this person access to me again when they continuously disrespected my worth or when this person never really understood what it took for me to keep them in my life. If you had to say goodbye to someone you loved that you were even in a relationship with, I promise you. They it's probably better if you stay away from that person, because if you really decided this person having access to me is detrimental to my self growth. Just how much do they deserve to be checked up on? 
And how come you feel like you still need to do these things for this person? You can't heal from this love that you're supposed to have from someone and then still be attached to it. The attachment you have to certain people is the toxic part after you guys break up. Loving someone, I can, I still have love for certain people I dated in my past, but I don't want to reach out because I have no attachment to it. I don't want to go back to it because it means absolutely nothing to me. Okay, I'll kind of like sum up exactly what I said for um, when it came to saying goodbye to people in general and starting over. When you're starting over, like I said, everything to your past is going to be intriguing because it offers you more control and it's comfortable. It's not hard. It's not difficult. You know what to expect. There's no element of surprise. And a lot of people, when you're constantly running into the shit that you're not in control of, I promise you, you do not want to. The easiest thing to fall back into is not a situation where you don't know what to expect. It's even if you're being drained, even if you're being hurt, you want to go back to that past and you just shouldn't. And like I said, when it comes to checking in on people and making sure those people and making sure those people are okay, as nice as of a person you are, you need to get into this space, into this mindset of thinking not, hey, I want to be a good person, so I'm going to check up on everyone. But you need to realize this level of energy and this kindness that you have to you, it's rare to find when certain people can no longer appreciate that version of yourself or they can't understand how much it takes for you to keep on being that person continuously. That's when they start taking advantage of it. Right. When they take advantage of certain parts of you, you have to tell yourself, I deserve more. It's not about me being and wanting to be a good person. I'm always going to be a good person. I want to I know who I am them no longer looking at me that way it doesn't matter i feel like a lot of the times the people that love us when they start to look at us in a different way whether or not we want to keep those people around or not we start getting attached to convincing them that this isn't who we are if you can't if someone cannot accept your truth then that's not someone who deserves to be in your life because it's just like it doesn't do anything for your self-growth and when you're starting over you have to be okay with not knowing and then the thing that you're supposed to have a level of control over is being able to analyze your past and understanding that, hey, one day I may run across these situations. I may run into a relationship. And the thing is, when you focus on a relationship, it's not even just about, oh, the next time I'm about to hop back into a relationship. That's why I always hated when people kind of like when you talk about love in general, like you love the the way you love a partner may not be the same way you love the way the same way I love my mother. But there are still some components of love that are just the exact same within the two. That's why I'm saying a relationship will allow so many things within yourself as a person to be so magnified. So when you see all of these things and you and you when you have all of these memories to think about, right, you can see all of these things that you have done wrong. These things that you have done great, but you could have done it better. You literally have a book for like you literally have a history book on. Okay, this is these are all the things that I need to work on. You need to make sure you give yourself that level of control that you're missing and that you're craving by doing that. Your healing process is the thing that you're in control of. Everything else is going to happen. It's going to be hard, but you have to realize until you heal from your past and you understand this new version of yourself or this new person you need to become, you're not going to be able to look into this future and understand what it's supposed to look like. The thing is, the future is only as clear as you understand the version of yourself that you are currently. If I don't understand who I am, how the how can I possibly understand where I'm supposed to end up? I don't know what this person wants to do, truly. 
If I don't know every little thing about myself, if I don't sit there and try to analyze my future, the things that I've done, how am I supposed to sit here and think that I can orchestrate my life and understand where it's supposed to go? Half the time, you're throwing yourself into certain places, hoping to find an answer. But the more you learn about who you are, and then your past is such a great guide to how you're supposed to fix yourself. And that's what I'm saying. You can't keep people from your past around because you have to focus so much on it before you move on. Because until you really analyze and get rid of all that pain and trauma or all those the little happy moments that were fake, until you start analyzing and understanding for what they truly were, you can't heal. And until you heal, then you don't know who you're supposed to become. Because I promise you, when you realize that, hey, this part of me was hurt. Yeah, this this is a person you're in a relationship with. But if you stayed, then there's something about yourself that you can change. Even when they were wrong, part of you accepted it and you thought you deserved that. And that's one thing for me where it's kind of like there's no way someone can say you don't have anything to work on. No matter what bond you had to cut off, you didn't cut it off the moment one thing happened. Just be honest, when you love somebody, you try to give them as many chances as you possibly can. Certain people don't love like that and you don't really care about pleasing people. And that's props to people like that. But for the most part, a lot of us don't know when to let go. And the more you tolerate certain things, the more you have to understand that it's a reflection of your character. Because if you're this amazing person, how come you're okay with receiving so little from the people that are in your lives? When you know that if you invited other people in, that had the capacity to do exactly what you do and would choose to do it because you're a deserving person of that. How come that future, how come that doesn't look more attractive to you than people giving you less? So for me, that's why I feel like there's always things you can learn. I think I'm actually going to lock it in here. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you guys. Honestly, 100K is just, honestly, that's like my accomplishment for the year. Like I've done things, I've gotten licenses this year, but it's just like, this is honestly my favorite thing, only because I was in seventh grade when my mentor told me that he thought podcasting would be something that I should do because I used to like talking at roundtables a lot. And I always kept on doing little speeches and I have a speech on like eighth grade. If you search on my government name, which I'm not going to give out, but knowing that he's seen this and me at that early of an age and then the fact that I'm here doing this and I'm hitting this number. It shows me the fact that it's like something that I seen in myself so long ago, I never let go of it. And that's why this means so much to me. It's not even about the numbers. It's not the fact that I'm on a podcast. In seventh grade, I was intrigued by doing this. I let go of that idea. And then I was like, nah, trying to find myself again. I started figuring out what are those things that I wanted to do. And I guess that's one advice I'll give to someone that I was thinking about also for a different episode. But I think it makes sense to end it off on this note. As you're getting ready to go into adulthood or if you're starting over, right? Part of starting over is you want to become a new person. Whether that's you're, you're, st- you're now stepping into adulthood or you're trying to become a new person, right? That little kid in you is a great guide on how you should try to build yourself. Understand that we forget to prioritize the these random childish dreams that we have as kids because at a certain point, everyone told you it was childish. It couldn't happen. Every, like when you're a kid and you have these outrageous dreams, people support them. But once you get to a certain age and you start growing up, people start telling you to be realistic. You know, if I told myself before I even went to this college, 
I'm gonna get a podcast. I'm gonna hit a hundred thousand views in the first year by like the first year of having it. I didn't even think about being an influencer. So of course I would have thought that was childish. That was bullshit. But in seventh grade, I told myself I would want to have a podcast and for it to be a good one. And it's just like I I recently was sitting here like, bro, I'm sitting here struggling. Like, how do I make myself better? But I'm like, a lot of things that you thought of doing as a kid, you can still do them. And it's like when I think about the dreams I have as a kid, they still I still think about like they still make me happy. But it's like I think I pull myself back from that really quickly because I'm just like, it's childish. It's not realistic. I want to go into gymnastics. It's not realistic. I didn't do that as a kid growing up. I want to box. I didn't really grow up doing that. It's not realistic. Now that I'm about to step into adulthood, I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm no longer gonna have, have my commitment to school. I'm actually sitting here. How do I make myself better? And once I started thinking about, hey, I'm gonna have a committed. I'm gonna have to go into a career and a job and everything like that. But if I'm doing all these things on the side, the more I started thinking about accomplishing my child dreams. And some, like as I'm being as I'm like adulting, you don't understand how excited that got me for my future. Like these things that I like, I used to always want to do a backflip, I can't do it still. I'm just like, but for me to know that one day I'll be able to do it, and I'm no longer gonna just like keep myself limited to what's realistic or to what makes sense. Like a lot of doing these things, like once I'm 25, later down the line or something like that, it's, it doesn't make sense to do it. But can I sit here and say that's not gonna make me a better person? For me, I realize any little thing I've allowed myself to fall into, I realize it's a different way to think. Like if you go to the gym and you talk to people who work out who, and they're work like the motivation and the way they think their world is different than someone who's in a corporate world sitting on a desk every single day. But those are two great individuals. And if I can find out what makes this person great, what makes that person great. For me, that's OK. Like the thing is, I know that I'm these experiences learning new things. One way or not, one way or another, I'm gaining knowledge and I'm bettering myself because the version of me that thought that was unrealistic compared to the version of me that chose to go into it, I think I'm very much better proud of this version because he tried to do more. And no matter what you choose to experience, there's something that you're going to learn from it. And I think that's the thing for a lot of people. You start thinking it's like, oh, I, I have to do this because people learn so much doing this. No matter what you choose to do, I promise you, there's something to learn from there. Because at a certain point, you're going to go through something completely different. It may This may be irrelevant. You may do certain things you think don't even matter. But I promise you, down the line, everything falls together. Me giving speeches for breakthrough, why would I think that would possibly help me? I was being told to give a speech in front of hundreds of people, not getting paid for it or anything like that. Now I'm very much more comfortable with speaking in front of a lot of people. Even if Peter's in the room, it doesn't necessarily matter for me to talk about something that's like, Sentimental. I've had so much practice of just trying to speak to people in general, walking to school and choosing to have my headphones on. And I'm like, All right, I'm going to think about my thoughts. Right. I'm going to walk to school and I'm going to just just randomly think out loud because it's hard to process my thoughts in my head. And now and now it's very easy for me to actually just sit there and actually just process my thoughts. But I would have never thought walking to school in those little 15 minutes where I would speak out loud and process these dumb thoughts I had about love, relationships, this and that. I would have never thought that would have mattered to me. I just thought about these things because because I liked it. And now all of this, these things that I've done that I didn't even think would ever matter. The things that literally the things that I've done that I literally put no value on. Those things are making my future look a little easier and they have been so much more rewarding because it's just like 
as much as you want to control what your future looks like, at any point, everything you believe can be changed. Either by either literally legally a law is made and everything you wanted to do is like, no, fuck, I can't even do this anymore. Or just mentally, like someone pops out your life, a parent you have passed away, that future can change in an instant. So as much as you want to have control over that, you want to make sure you're someone who can who at least can control themselves being in an unpredictable situation. I don't know what my future looks like, but what I'm currently trying to do is making sure I'm the type of person that can figure it out no matter where I end up. And, I pro- and I, I'm suggesting for a lot of people to stop thinking about everything you need to go where you're trying to go and more thinking about it's like, am I, is this person able to survive if they ended up somewhere else? And I realize a lot of people don't think that way. And that's one thing that's starting to set me aside from a lot of my friends and people that I see in general. A lot of people try to build themselves based off where they want to go. That's why you see a lot of people take so long to try to figure out the next thing they're supposed to do because it's like this didn't work out and that's all I had my eyes on. I'm not saying to have a plan B. Go for that plan A. But eventually you may develop a new plan A. And if the person you are can't adjust, do you really think you're going to constantly be able to be in control the whole entire time to dictate everywhere, every time where your life is going to go? You're not. <laughs> that's the one thing about adulting that sucks for everyone. You realize that as much as you want to be in control, you're never fully in control of nothing really except for you. So if you don't build yourself to actually have this stability of actually being able to hold yourself together, then you're going to be fucked. So my advice people in 2023, make sure you're an all around person as much as you want to stop your self growth because you're stressed by working towards your goal. Things that make your goal easier, that journey that people talk about. I realize that's what it is. It's not about oh, what it takes to get to plan A. It's everything that was encompassed in that journey as you were trying to go there. The little things you chose to do on the side to not be fully stressed when this got hard. That's what people mean by the journey. For, for me, I never really thought about it. Like that was always like, oh, the journey of how you get from here to over there, like those plans that you work on. No, it's everything that you do to try to hold yourself in the middle of them. So for me, I'm putting a lot more value in these things because I've realized when I'm in, in situations that are unpredictable, I'm going to need things in myself that I didn't think I needed. And those come from the little things you do every single day by meditating, journaling. So for me, focus on your mental. Because the thing is, if you can at least always make sure you find your way back to yourself, that's all that matters. No matter what you go through, if you know how to find yourself, bring yourself out of that, out of that storm, out of that fire, if you know how to reset that is important, how to reset your energy and make sure you're straight to go wherever you need to go. A lot of the times we're held restricted only to our thoughts. And if you can't control what's up here, then you, I promise you, you will not be able to control anything that's happening in your life. That was a long little cutoff, but it felt needed. So I just want to say I appreciate y'all for tuning in and 100K downloads. And the fact that I'm probably going to see you guys until New Year's and I'm going to be 23 by then. But yeah. My birthday's on New Year's, and I want you guys to have a great Christmas. Happy New Year's. And I guess we're going to call this the Holiday 100K Special. But I promise you I have something way better for you planned. A lot of people keep on asking for this. Y'all want to be able to call in while I do a live episode. I will have a lot of time over the break to think about this, and me and Peter will definitely try to like look up ways to make it work. 
But once that happened, I would be a lot more active on my socials and make sure that it's the it's the best experience that I can possibly bring you guys. Just know that the holiday special, the Honey K special, I'm going to tie those in together and I'm going to give you guys a live episode sometime within January and February. I'm saying that because a lot of people have holidays and breaks, so I don't want to do something that important when I know a lot of people won't be able to commit if they wanted to. So this is me looking out for the people that, you know, y'all fuck with me a little bit, but y'all gonna be a little busy recently. But yeah, I just wanna say thank you. I'm out. <laughs>